0: go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. To say that I have strong opinions about podcasting is a bit of an understatement. But I'm not the only one with opinions. And I think it's important for you to hear of the opinions of others. So today on the show, I've invited my friend, Mike Dell. Now, he mans the customer support desk over at Blueberry, one of the big podcast hosting companies. Mike's got a few thoughts about keeping things simple, although I don't necessarily agree with all of them. Eh, it'll make sense in a minute. Is your podcast too complicated to produce,
1: publish, or market? Keeping it simple will make your podcast better and easier. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Mike Dell, filling in for Evo Terra while he's goofing off somewhere. Keeping it simple, a lot of podcasters that I run into make things more complicated than it needs to be and there's a lot of little things that can just make it easier. I find that people that podcast simply or try to do it, uh, you know, less complicated tend to stick with it longer, and as a working podcaster, you want to cut out as many steps as possible, and as I said, it makes it better and easier to do your podcast. Trying to control how third-party apps display your show will drive you nuts. Just put what you want into the show notes or the content area of your post. However you're posting it, you have a title, you have a content area, Just put whatever you want to show everywhere in that content area. What the apps do with it after that is pretty much up to them. So don't overthink it and don't uh, worry
0: too much about it. It will absolutely drive you nuts. Uh, Evo breaking in with a word of caution. Please do this with intent. And also one block of text that goes everywhere probably isn't a great idea. Okay, back to you, Mike.
1: Another thing, uh, don't overthink the format of your media files. You know, pick a format. MP3 at 128 kilobits stereo or mono will do. Uh, If you want to use a little less space, you can do 64 mono. But, you know, most people listen on the crappy earbuds that come with their phone or on Bluetooth in the car or on a smart speaker. None of those things are high Fidelity necessarily, and the bit rate of your file, just to get a few percentage, isn't really going to be heard by most of your audience. So worrying about, you know, well, should I do M4A? Should I do this? Should I do that? Doesn't really matter. Make an MP3 at a reasonable bit rate. 128, again, is a pretty good standard, but uh, that may vary a little bit. Anywhere between 64 and 96 is good.
0: And uh, be done with it or we could follow standards. Yeah. It's not any harder to encode your MP3 file at 128 441 joint stereo. So, you know, just do that. Sorry, Mike, you were saying. Be everywhere you can be
1: reasonably. Don't jump through too many hoops to get on a platform that'll only be... of your listeners. You know, there's always this new shiny object syndrome that podcasters tend to get into. And, you know, say, uh, you know, XYZ app is now adding podcasting and you can host with this one company and get on there. Otherwise, you can't get on there. Don't switch to that hosting company just to get that possible 0.001% of new listeners. You know, be reasonable about it. If later on, and most of those things that come up do this, later on you can submit it directly with whatever host you're using. That's the way you should do it. I, you know, Don't jump to one hosting company to the other, to the other, to the other. It's, it's a lot of work. It's not worth it. Having a website is great. Having an overcomplicated website that you have to do a bunch of stuff to post an episode is not so great. I, I find a lot of people... Uh, we'll have a website and then they want to put a different player or they want to have a page where everybody lands that uh, has the episodes on it and they have to manually do this and uh, they have to manually do this other thing. And they, you know, it, the more trouble it is to post on your website, the less likely you're going to keep doing it. You know, keep it as simple as possible. Uh, If your host gives you an embeddable link, then uh, you just plop that into the page that you're using on your website, be done with it. Uh, If you're using PowerPress, uh, a product of Blueberry, and you know, just use the post. That's what the post is for. You know, display the post however you want, but don't overthink it. Keep it as simple as possible. Episode images. They're very unneeded and unused in a lot of cases. Like Apple Podcasts, uh, the only time the episode level image comes up in Apple Podcasts currently is during a search, and only under the heading of episodes. But while the user is playing it, they don't show up. Uh, while they're searching for your podcast in that app or very many other apps, they won't see that episodic image. You know, put the image on the post on your site. You know, you want to drive people back to your site anyway, so. Why not just do that?
0: And don't worry about the episodic-level images. Me again, hard disagree. What Mike says is true. Episodic artwork doesn't show up in most places in Apple Podcasts. However, that's just Apple Podcasts. He already mentioned a great reason to use episode-level artwork. You should use episode-level artwork, if only, to be good for the future. Okay? Okay.
1: Recording. Get a mic that works. Get a mic that makes you sound decent. You know, it doesn't have to be absolutely perfect, but, you know, good is good enough. Once you get the sound that you want, check that off your list. You know, Buying a new microphone, unless, of course, you have a bad one now, isn't really going to result in more listeners. It's just going to result in you changing your sound around and spending a bunch of money. And that will also discourage you from keeping podcasting. So get a mic, make sure you sound good, learn how to use it, and then check it off your list. No need to jump through too many hoops. And yeah, I'm kind of a gearhead, so I have a whole drawer full of mics. So trust me, the mics aren't going to increase your listenership. And the last thing on my list, social media. Having a social media presence is good, But posting full episodes on social isn't always the best way. I know Evo records usually doing a Facebook Live video, and it stays on Facebook after the recording session, so his episodes are on Facebook. And that's great. And his episodes are short, so more people are apt to listen to them. But I don't know very many people that are going to listen to an entire audio On Facebook. And Facebook actively tries to keep you from doing that. Uh, You can't just post an MP3 on Facebook. You got to change it to a video and all that. And they're even trying to cut down on that. So posting it to Facebook is great, but post the link to the post on your site. Because people aren't going to sit in the timeline and listen to your 20 or 30 or 60 minute show. They're just going to listen to the first little bit of it and take off. But if they really want to listen to it, give them a link back to your website. They can hit the player that you put on your site. And that's really the best way. So anyway, I'm Mike Dell, Customer Support Manager at Blueberry Podcasting and co-host of the Podcast Insider. And you can find out what we do over at Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. And check out Podcast Insider at PodcastInsider.com we will be back in January with even more podcast pontifications. Cheers.
2: While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S., to find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number 4, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. 1. Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. 2.